Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, I do appreciate everyone that listened to the episode zero one I posted a few days ago. Now this will be officially episode one of the Sideline Podcast. Uh, I've had a couple people give me some constructive criticism, and I will try to continue to make this better. Uh, I had a couple people give me a hard time and make fun too, um, but I do welcome constructive criticism. Um, but here's episode one. Um, Today I'm going to talk about a couple things with uh, coaching and social media. Um, You know, in a day and age where social media is just huge um, in coaching world, um, I'm going to talk specifically football. Um, You know, when I first got into coaching, um, well, first of all, you got into coaching when you traded film, you had to drive and physically trade the film. I remember it was VHS and DVD and then things such as Huddle came out. And that's how you could trade film and, you know, coaches just help each other out. Then social media, you know, now you can uh, send messages to coaches and get some good feedback. Um, and then when I really started to look into the social media part to contact with coaches and everything else, uh, I started to see a lot of uh, hate towards other coaches just because of what they run on offense or what they run on defense. Um, but you mainly see it with offense and it didn't make sense to me at all. Um, to me personally, football is football. You run the wing T offense. Great. You run the wing T offense when it's ran to perfection or when the kids are bought in and the coaches are bought in and it's, it's good. It looks beautiful. Um, you know, a lot of teams have won state championships off of it. A lot of teams win a lot of games. Um, but teams have also lost running that, uh, offense. Um, you run the pro style where you're going to eye formation, double tight, maybe going to shotgun a little bit, this and that. If that's your system and that's what you're believing it in and that's what you're bought in. Great. Um, you know, it looks beautiful when it's ran to perfection. You see it on Sundays, you see a couple, uh, teams running on Saturdays, uh, but it's beautiful. Um, you're a spread guy that wants to run the triple option out of spread, a pistol, and that's your system, and that's what you believe in, great. Run it. It's beautiful. It's football. You're a spread guy that wants to run the air raid, uh, pass the ball, 
70 plays out of 80 plays that you call on a Friday night or Saturday, great. That's what you're bought into. That's what you like. Great. Um, I don't think any offense um, is particularly soft. I know there's coaches out there that run under center, and this is kind of what I'm getting to is they call spread teams soft teams. They call them soft players, soft coaches. Um, you know, I, I, I don't get it. I've never understood seeing other coaches just, you know, like sub post things on social media if uh, coaches like to run the spread or the air raid or whatever. Because you can't sit there and tell me that Mike Leach doesn't have success. You know, he doesn't look at national championships as the only way to be a successful coach or a player. Yeah, that's kind of the end goal. He'll eventually want to do that. And he might get there at uh, Mississippi State. Uh, but he looked at getting players to buy in, play hard, be tough, go to class, uh, be a good person. And he looks at that the same way. He's turned around, and you can't sit there and tell me that an air raid offense is not successful because he turned around, he got Oklahoma started the year he was offensive coordinator. When he was working for How Mummy, they turned around different programs. When he got to Texas Tech, he put them on the map for 10 years, went to 10 bowl games in 10 years, you know, broke records. Um, you know, he got him to number one in the country for a few weeks. They beat Texas like they just competed. Then he takes over Washington State and turn around that program. Uh, look at Army. They run... Uh, you know, a flex bone or wing T option, that's got that program turned around as well. So you, it's hard to sit here and say which one is 110% better than the other. Um, Alabama used to be like a pro style, under center, eye formation, everything else, won national championships with it, but then they kind of geared towards a spread when Lane Kiffin became the offense coordinator. Um, now they're a spread team that wants to run the ball and do different things, different shifts, different motions. But they've won national championships with that. So you can't sit here and tell me that spread is not a good offense. You can't sit here and tell me the wing T is not a good offense. You can't sit here and tell me this or that. So when we see or I see coaches, you know, put things on social media like, oh, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, this bread is as soft as an air raid coach or this is as soft as an air raid team or uh, it shows like a little uh, meme or a a GIF with slap hands like, oh, this is air raid wide receivers or spread wide receivers when they go block. Then it showed something else about wing T when they go to block. And I just don't understand it. Um, if a coach wants to run the wing T, great. You need to let them. If a coach wants to run the spread, great. Let them. Uh, and, and feel free to post things that show why you love running it. Now, don't sit there and say, why would you run this? Don't argue with somebody of why they run it. Why not say, oh, let's learn from each other. Uh, me personally, uh, if I ever become an offensive coordinator again, or if I'm lucky enough to become a head coach um, and I have full reign to implement an offense, um, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I'm going to go spread. And I will implement it with Mike Leach and Hal Mummy's ways um, of their formations and of the passing plays. And the reason why I will start with that is because I believe the Air raid passing plays need to be implemented into almost any offense because it gives quarterback good reads. Um, it shows them how to find the open area. It's easy for every single kid, I believe, to remember the plays, remember their routes. I think that the, if you're going to signal in from the sideline, they're easy signals that you can come up with. Um, and I just think that you can run the, those plays out of every single formation that you have. Um, now, when I say this, that's my install, you know, because the formations are real easy. You know, if you just want to go with ace, blue, green, 
early and late. Um, you can call them whatever you want. Um, trips right, trips left. Uh, I believe I steal things from Coach Mackey. Um, I talked about him on my podcast last time. You know, I think he calls it dual right or dual left to switch some players around, and that's great. Um, you know, I think if you start with those type of formations and then you put in maybe like a mesh and a shallow because they work off of each other, uh, maybe some, you know, put in scissors, put in a Y cross or just a cross play, um, and then you put in Y sail because they work off each other, great. You know, I think those are the things that you could just practice over and over and over again. I believe that the less you have, the more you can hide it and the more you can just run out of formation so the defense is guessing. And then I would start off with an inside zone, and then I would probably uh, add a trap or a power. It just kind of depends on the players you have. Um, I think power is one of the best run plays you could have. But me personally, I also like trap. There's something about just pulling a guy, going, telling him, hey, that end is there, blast him. The end cuts in and the backer's there, blast him. No one's there, turn it upfield, almost like a power, just more to the outside. Go hit somebody. We'll, we'll find the running back's going to find the hole and run. Um, now, that's me personally. Now, I'm also not an idiot. Um, that's the install. That's the beginning. That's, uh, you know, in Illinois, it's hard to do that right now. We don't have spring ball. But that'd be something we chalk talk about right now. Um, and then at the end of the summer, that's the stuff we're going to walk through. The lineman workouts, that's the stuff they're going to go over. Seven on seven, you're passing the ball, but why not maybe tell them, like, hey, these are the type of run plays we're going to do. Um, to get everyone on the same page, because once you add that, you know, you could have inside zone power trap. You could have inside zone power and then uh, maybe a pin and pull, or if you want to go to an outside zone, great. Um, but coming from an offensive lineman perspective, you need to keep the run plays as little as possible, in my opinion, so that way they're not thinking as much. Uh, but we'll get to that a little bit later. Coming from being an old lineman, and that's the majority of the positions I've coached, uh, spent most of the time, uh, especially the past two years. Uh, now, again, going back to, you know, I am an idiot, but I'm not at the same time. If I implemented something like that, I would uh, say, okay, well, look, there's a kid that should have his hand in the ground, but he's faster than the lineman. He could be a tight end. Great. If you're running the air raid and your two by two is ace where you have your X, Y, or X, F, uh, Y, uh, Z, uh, instead of having that, you could supplement this tight end in and say, okay, I'm going to call ace right uh, or ace tight. Well, now the tight end is on the line of scrimmage. You really didn't change anything. You're keeping the terminology the same. He can still run stick. He can still run the corner if that's what you're running from the air raid. He can still do those things. Or you've brought him down to an inside zone. You just add another gap so the running back can cut and get some yards. Or you could trap, have a longer trap. Just different things you can do. Or pull the tight end. You don't really have to change all that much. You could put him in and call uh, trips right, but you could call trips right tight. Now you've brought him down on the line of scrimmage. The two guys are off. Now you can motion them. You can move things around. Like There's just the things you can do. But if you implement it simple enough, then you could do it. Now that's me personally. Same thing with the wing tee. I feel like the wing tee is very simple. Uh, you do those things, implement the right run belly power, uh, your rockets and everything else. Great. Now, me telling you about the spread, that's me. I can post whatever I want talking about that. Um, I'm not going to sit there and say, you have to run this. You have to run that. This is just me personally. If I joined a coaching staff and ran the wing tee, I would do everything I could to coach in it, to learn it, whatever. So, more of the things I got a little off topic. I apologize when we talk football, I'll just ramble on. Going back to the point of, I'm not going to post anything that says, this is the offense, 
that you need to run. Oh, wing T is boring. Uh, you know, you can't win games. I'm not going to say that. I will watch teams that run it. It's great. When it's ran, it's good. Uh, but I can't sit here and tell you that's the offense you need to run to win a championship. Because, you know, I could sit here and tell you if I ran the wing T, I always feel like if we were down 14 nothing or 21 nothing, it'd be hard to come back with not being in a different set. That's me personally. Flip side, wing T's or your under center offense is not necessarily wing T's. They can sit there and say, well, I don't want to be in the spread because there's too much thinking, there's too much going on. If they decide to blitz and you don't have the quarterback that can throw it, um, you're far away from the line of scrimmage when you're trying to run the ball. You know, uh, you know, those are all valid points. So I think you could argue one or the other. So the thing is to me, as coaches, we all know the time that has to be put in to uh, be successful, to help these kids better their lives, to help the program out, to help the school, help the community, help the other kids in the school uh, get better. You know, this is what it's about. Um, yeah, I think we all coach a little selfishly because we love X's and O's. We love football. We love this and that. But that's, you know, 10, 20% of it. The other is helping the kids, helping the program, the community. Um, and I think that we have to respect coaches out there that are willing to put in the work. Um, and instead of bashing each other, uh, we need to help each other. Don't sit there and bash a coach because they love the air raid. Don't sit there and bash because they want to run the spread or run the ball out of a spread type of thing. Don't sit there and bash a wing tee because they're going to run the ball over and over and over again. If you're an offensive coordinator, if you're a head coach, and you are in love with the wing tee, you're in love with center, under center formations or under center offenses, and you're passionate about it, and every day you come to practice passion, you can't get ready to do that, the kids are going to see that, they're going to buy in, and you will have success. If you're a guy that wants to run the spread or run option out of spread, and you are motivated, you come to practice every day ready to do it, and you're game planning, and you love it, they're going to love it. You want to throw the ball 70% of the time, 80% of the time, out of spread, run the air raid, then do that. Game plan, practice it, drill it to where you're going to have success, and those kids are going to know like the back of their hand. Good things will happen if you grind it out. doesn't mean you can't tweak some things. If I come in saying I want to be an air raid team, but I come in and we just don't normally have the dudes, that doesn't mean you switch to an under center offense. That just means you adjust. Okay, we're going to get rid of a passing play just because it's not working. We can still maybe drill it, but we're going to add another run play and add another screen. We can block. We can do this. We can do that. I'm going to put a hand down tight end to add an extra gap to run the ball. Get an RPO going. Something. That is on you as coaches to adjust. So there's enough hate in this world without things outside of sports. We need to help each other. Me as a spread guy, if I become an offensive coordinator or a head coach and I want to learn or look into – adding a run play or blocking schemes, I'm going to an under center offensive coach. I'm going to a wing T coach and say, how do you block this run play? How do you block this front? I'm going to go look for ideas. If you're an under center guy and you're looking for more passing to keep you in the game, to keep a defense honest, you need to go to a spread guy, an air raid guy, message them and say, hey, coach, how you doing? You know, I'm looking to do this and this. You got any pointers? You got any ideas? Let's talk. Let's talk on the phone. Let's meet up. Let's do whatever. Instead of posting stuff about other people, about other coaches attacking them, doing this and that, why not build each other up? Why not ask questions? And why not find the why? What's the reasoning to do this and learn? I just, I just don't understand it, guys. We have to build each other up. This is a tight-knit community of coaches. 
build each other up. Football is football. It's one thing to sit there and talk about how much you love the spread or you love this, you love that, whatever it is. That's fine. But you have to sit there and respect the other offenses. The other offenses, these, you know, people call them dinosaur offenses, they open things up. The air raid was built off of under center stuff. The wide receiver screens came off of the rocket toss type plays, the power T, uh, the full house. They all build off of each other. So, guys, we got to get out there. We got to help each other out. We got to build each other up. We want everyone to be successful. All right. So that's this episode one. Just me getting a little off topic a little bit in there. We'll talk about other stuff in other episodes um, but this is just uh, us coaches we need to help each other out quit bashing each other on social media quit attacking each other uh, we need to help each other we need to have our why and continue to learn and grow because not everybody knows everything all right so that's this episode one i appreciate you guys listening um, this is on anchor.com um, anchor.com help me uh, put it on spotify put it on google podcast um, it's working on putting on other uh, websites for this podcast. Uh, it's going to be a great time. It's going to learn to grow. I'm learning how this anchor thing works. Um, I'll Once I continue to learn how to get this going and continue to learn more, I'll try to get uh, some guests on here, whether they're coaches I've coached with, other coaches I might reach out to. It might even be a couple of my buddies. I had a buddy reach out. Uh, we could talk LeBron James, uh, talk about the Michael Jordan-LeBron James thing if we get into it. Uh, might get some football coaches on here and talk about this, talk about that, uh, if I can get this going. Uh, again, no set schedule yet, but once it gets going, I'll get a set schedule, get different things going on. Uh, and so until next time, this is the Sideline Podcast, and I'm Coach Steve. Thanks for listening. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.